All right, welcome to the first full episode of the Caspian Podcast. In this podcast, I will dive right in. I hate wasting time. Um, I really wanted to dive into the topic of a young person's perspective on the business, uh, the culture of business, and I guess you can the business zeitgeist where we're at right now in the world of of success, even just making money. Um, you could really go broad and define it as that. Um, the activities that people do to make money and a young person's perspective of, I'm talking young, you know, 30 and below. I'm not really talking about 40, 50, 60, although I do believe those people are still young. I'm talking about the people that uh, are going into their first, second, third job and, you know, are still getting their, their seed legs, I guess, in the world of business. But I wanted to hit a few topics today, and I do apologize if you hear some music in the background. We share this building that I'm in right now, uh, and it's almost 8 o'clock on a Tuesday evening, and they are blasting music um, right behind a thin wall. So I really hope that's not too distracting. Um, but I wanted to dive in, and the biggest topic I want to talk about tonight was the path to business success. I wanted to dispel the myth, and really this is the main purpose of this podcast, is to change the conversation around how you get from whether it be you know where you're at right now to whether it be actually fulfilling like your wildest dreams or just getting to the next level of financial security like there's a wide range of getting from where you are now to the next level and whether that next level for you is i just need a couple hundred bucks more a month just to make rent and have a little bit more left over to invest save etc or I want to be a billionaire, I want to own a jet, <laughs> you know, there's there's different ranges that you can get to, but I want to just talk about how people get there, and how as a young person, I am seeing people get there, um, again, I'm not saying any of this is advice, this is purely my opinion, purely my thoughts on this topic, so I just want to talk about, there are many, 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 many different paths to get to, I'll just say, quote-unquote, success, business success. And a lot of people think, and I can even see this conversation changing already, but a lot of people think, how do I get successful? I go to college, study for four years, get a degree, I work at somewhere, I work for someone else, I get a job, and I you know, work 40 hours a week on a nine-to-five. Nothing wrong with nine-to-fives. I'm saying this is the typical process typical path that people think this is what I do to get successful. You know, you work for 20 years for someone else and hope you get a promotion to a point where you can call yourself successful, where you're making six figures, where you're actually, you you have people beneath you. And it's really just kind of that, not crony capitalism, but that kind of just kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth that that's what people are striving for. So, you know, I really am seeing that that conversation change where people are embracing the idea that if some people, a minority, college doesn't really work for them, you know? And for me, in my experience, I hated college. Um, I, I was in college for a little bit. Um, I, I have not graduated as of yet. Um, but I, the classes that I took just were soul-sucking. And I know that sounds terrible. Uh, and for a lot of people, it's a completely different experience. But for me, you know, I, would, I was starting to make, get traction in real estate. Was starting, the money was starting to come. And for me, I, 
I didn't come from a background of money, so it was a big deal for me, and, and learning how to manage that money and everything took up a lot of time. And I don't know what's going on over there, but there are some weird noises coming from our neighbors. Um, but I really just came to a place where I, I could not rationalize spending time in college learning about science, about geology, for two nights a week with several hours in between every, every class spent on homework. And I just could not rationalize it anymore and I had to take a break. And so obviously anyone can go back to college at any time. That's a great thing about college. Um, but I just know that a lot of people think that college is the path to success. Now, don't get me wrong. I gotta take a drink of coffee. Don't get me wrong. Lawyers, professors, doctors, you know, anyone in the medical field, yes, I'm not discounting college and its benefits to a lot of different professionals and a lot of people who just want to accomplish something, who just have not been able to, maybe they didn't do very well in high school and they need a, a win to, as a momentum builder in their life. I'm talking broad life, and I'm talking your entire life, you need a big win. Maybe you're the first person in your family to go to college. I think that's amazing. I think that's awesome. And for, don't get me wrong, but for some people, that's the people I'm talking to right now. For some people, college does not work. You can't, you just cannot do it. There's something in you that's like, I'm screaming at you, just, this is a waste of my time. And for me, I was there, and for a lot of people, I know they're there right now, and, and if you're hearing this, this might be your, your sign to maybe take that leap, maybe try that business, maybe just take a separate path. So there's, I really want people to, and older, older people especially that are stuck in the rut of their one path to success, the world has changed. You can't get around it. The world has completely, fundamentally changed where with the, the placement of internet in our everyday lives, everywhere almost everything we touch i mean there's there's multiple screens around me there's a phone right here there's a keyboard there's a mic there's a camera right here the world has completely changed the internet is the unlock to anyone can make a living doing maybe not okay okay obviously there's there's outliers not everyone can do everything but it opened the door to a lot of people now being able to one, start a podcast, you know, start putting out content on their thing where they might not have to go to college and, you know, spend four years learning about a specific subject that maybe they don't really love, but they're being pressured into it. And, you know, I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, on this particular subject because I know it is touchy for some people, but I really just wanted to say, you know, there's so many different paths you can't judge anyone else's path that they're taking as long as they have a general idea of where they want to go and again college can be great for someone if they have no clue what they want to do and just want to get life experience that can be awesome it can it just can be you can't get around it so for the people who know kind of where they want to go and i was really blessed to find out exactly what i wanted to do at 17 and immediately start executing on that not immediately, but you know, was just starting to get a feel for it and start taking as much action as I could where I was in that in that phase of life. You know, for those kind of people, I think there's there's a different path where you have to embrace. And this is a good thing. You you have to embrace the internet and what it can provide you and the connections. You can go on LinkedIn right now, 
make an account, and reach, send a message to anyone in the world. That's amazing. I didn't grow up really without that technology, but I can try to place myself in the shoes of someone who did, and that's amazing. I, I can't imagine living in a world without LinkedIn, without email, without text, without FaceTime, without anything. So today, embrace it and use it, leverage it to get to that next level of life that we just talked about, which is, you know, whether it be a jet or just another hundred bucks a month, you leverage it to your next level of life. And that, I'll, I'll get off that subject. I know, like I said, I think it's a little bit touchy for some people, but I just want to say for the people who know what they want to do, who know college is not for them, leverage the opportunity you have in front of you change your mindset into actually trying to identify opportunities. Look for reasons to do something, not for reasons not to do something. That alone changed my life. Hearing that and really thinking about that and applying it to my life changed how I fundamentally looked at every opportunity that came my way. You know, I looked for reasons to do a deal, not for reasons not to do a deal. It got me out of a fear-based mindset and thinking what could go wrong and actually looking at what could go right not, I could lose money on this deal. Not, I could lose money on this stock. But actually looking, here's the fundamentals. Here's a, why I should do this deal. Obviously, this does not apply to every context. There's in a certain context for stuff. I'm not talking, look for reasons to do drugs. <laughs> I'm talking about reasons to do a certain deal, to you know, buy, a, buy a real estate deal. Look for reasons to do something. Look for reasons to take on a client not for reasons not to take on a client. Obviously, don't get use this to get into a position where you're taking on the, the worst deals possible because, oh, there's one reason to do it, but there's a thousand reasons not to. Weigh your options, but you know, it, just be optimistic. And not to a point of delusion, but be a little bit more optimistic. Be 1% more optimistic in your everyday life based on changing your mindset towards what could go right instead of what could go wrong. And that's something that did change my life. But I want to talk about, you know, what should a teenager do today? Like, what can someone do right now that know is kind of what they want to do? Say they love, they love, I don't even know, uh, taxidermy. You know, if someone really, really loves taxidermy and they're 15 in the middle of Alabama, you know, you never know. There probably is someone in Alabama that really loves taxidermy and they're 15. But... Mm. Gotta have coffee at 8 p.m. You know, there's use it, use technology to leverage to your next level. You know, again, it's completely different than it was 20, 30, 40 years ago when you would maybe go to college for something else and then maybe do tax term on the side. Now you can actually do tax term full time. And there might be an audience out there that really loves taxidermy. Again, you know, this is different for everyone's circumstance. I like to go case by case for people. Um, and again, this is not me giving advice. This is just giving me, me giving my opinion on certain things where I want to just change that conversation. Like I said, I keep coming back to that. Change the conversation. Change the conversation. Change people's initial judgments of someone's decision to do or not do something. That's a big point. But you know, and I want to talk to the, the older people who have been in the business for a while, the seasoned professionals who have seen a lot. How can they 
prepare this next generation, prepare the business culture to ensure or at least help support the success of younger people who are, who are in the future going to replace them. Because if you, you know, a lot of people, they don't think too far into the future and they don't realize that, oh, this person that I'm uh, being really rude to because they're younger than me is going to be in my position in 10, 20, 30, 40 years. That's a different conversation. That's a really different conversation. So, you know, how can people help younger people prepare for that? I think a lot of it is just having, and again, I know you hear this word all the time, empathy towards a younger person's position and helping them. I really, really, really love the uh, apprentice model where it's not so much the intern where they go and get coffee for you, but there's an apprentice that's actually almost shadowing you and learning how you do the business. Because there's, there's so many ways that people talk about doing business where a lot of it comes down to still, I was even on the phone with someone about this today, where the referral-based business model, where you work your way up to you have a book of business that just consistently generates referral business is one of the best ways to actually do business. And it's not like the flashy way to do business, but it works. And again, it might not work in 20 years, but for right now, I think that's, that's something I really like. I've, I've really been thinking a lot about where you, the older people, instead of protecting their secrets, protecting their trade secrets from the younger people, protecting their, their techniques of doing something, their systems of doing something, one, be open to change, but also two, the world is abundant. Like my success won't take away from your success. You know, an older person's success is not harmed by someone else, someone younger than them coming in and actually taking, well, not taking is the wrong word, but go coming in and actually having some success in, the, in that particular field, whether it be real estate for me or uh, taxidermy. I, again, going back to the taxidermy example, you know, there's so many different ways that people can be afraid of someone coming and taking their spot. But it's just not true. Like the world is big. The world is huge. You have to change your mindset into thinking the world is really big. The world is abundant. There is a lot to go around. And someone else's success doesn't detract from my own. Once you really get into that way of thinking, life can completely change. It did for me. Because uh, I, you know, I struggle with a lot of jealousy, envy, and thinking, oh, just comparison to someone who's been in the business for 20 years who has built a referral-based business where they continually get great, uh, for example, someone who, like a, like a really popular broker in a certain market, and they've been in the market for 20, 30, 40 years, and they know everyone, and they just they do a lot of business. Someone who's new to the business, you can't compare yourself to that person. You haven't done the work. And I got stuck in that for a while where I felt terrible. Like, why can't I do all that? Why can't I be at the position where I'm, I'm consistently getting listings, you know, every week it seems like. Where, you know, you just have to have empathy for going both ways. You have to put yourself in their shoes for where they're at. You know, this person has been in the business for 40 years. I can't compare with that. I can try to match and exceed their work ethic, their hustle, their ambition, their drive, etc. 
and their mindset towards the, the future change and embracing change. And going the other way, the older person who's been in the business for 30, 40 years can't be afraid of someone else coming in who's, who's talented. I'm not saying some, some bum off the street. I'm talking someone who shows promise, someone who shows drive, and someone who wants to get to a level of success. That older person can't be can't feel threatened by that person. They should embrace them. They should pay them to be on their team and then grow their business together. That's what I think people need to embrace. A lot of I see a lot of older people who don't want to give back, who don't want to share the tricks of the trade. I think that conversation should change too, where older people should feel good about giving back. You know, you're, you're, you're helping the future generation. Your children will be their coworkers. Think about it like that, where I can't speak from the position of a parent. I got I to gotta put that out there. I'm not a parent. But your children will work with the people who you're neglecting to train. If you think about it like that, your perspective might change. So if you have to, again, one, don't be afraid of someone else taking your success. It won't. There are people that are loyal to you. If you've been in the business for 20 years, you're going to have a loyal following, especially if you do good business. They're not going to just lead away from another person. And if you're really struggling with that, why don't you hire them to be on your team? Then all the business is shared. Like, I think people just really overinflate stuff. I see that a lot where people make, you know, the, the phrase, make a mountain out of a molehill. You know, I, I think we can try to find a different phase. I don't think it's really applicable anymore. Um, you know, I mean, how often do you see a molehill, really? Um, but I think people just blow stuff out of proportion where, you know, any little thing, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm just riffing too much, maybe. Um, but I'm just looking forward into the next 30 years. The world's going to change a lot more, and people need to embrace change. People need to get a little bit more flexible with how stuff works. Um, and I say for everyone who's going into, say, real estate, look for the people who have been in the business for 20, 30, 40 years. Look at the opportunities that are, excuse me, look for the opportunities that are here today and see how what they're not doing and then do what they're not doing. If you can stand out from the pack, you will, you will get business. As long as it's not like, too weird, um, if you can stand up from the pack in a positive way where you're doing stuff that the older people aren't doing because they're not embracing change, use that to your advantage. But also find mentors. I fully believe in, in a mentorship. I think some people take it too far where they spend all of their money and time and effort doing masterminds where it's like, but are you really doing any business or are you just talking? Are you playing business? Like, you got to be careful. Don't go too far, but I think having you know one, two, three solid mentors who are in the business, who are actively doing, again, for example, uh, real estate deals, who are actively investing, who are actively in the business, I think that can be awesome. But if you're paying for someone who makes money off of courses, off of masterminds, pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> I, I think I'd be a little bit careful with that uh, perspective because they might not be actively in the business and keeping up with the changes in the industry and the world as a whole. So, you know, just wrapping up, I, you know, we talked about there's different paths to business success where open your mind. It's really just expanding your way of thinking where if someone doesn't want to go to college, 
don't crap on them for that. You know, look at their example. If they're, you know, if they're really have no skills whatsoever, maybe encourage them to take a few classes here and there to maybe sharpen their marketable skills. And that, that's a big point too, where if you have to be self-aware enough, like I need to commit to fully giving everything I have to this one path if I'm not gonna go to college. Cause you, you have to work harder than the people who are in college if you're not gonna go to college. Like you can't slough off and be lazy and just think, oh, I got it. I'm naturally talented at, at X, Y, Z. You have to know, I gotta work way harder than the people who are in college because in four years, they'll have a degree and I won't. Again, we don't have to get into the value of a degree in the current market, especially in the changing future market, but you, you have to commit to working harder than all the people who are in college. And you know, the world has completely changed. Past 20 years, it's a different world than it was. You know, LinkedIn is here. Social media is here. Email, well, email was here for a long time, but text is here. Uh, there's so many different ways that you can grow a business different than how you could 20 years ago. Embrace it and use it to leverage yourself to the next level. For me, I'm really heavy on LinkedIn networking with other people in LinkedIn. You know, I'm running acquisitions uh, for myself and for several other clients um, in Oregon and really across the country where I can leverage LinkedIn to find the people who already know where the deals are instead of spending all my time spinning my wheels trying to find the deals myself. So I, I, again, we, that's a whole nother podcast topic right there. Um, but you know, what can someone do today if they're 15 and they love I don't know, designing, painting water bottles. You know, I, you never know. <laughs> what can someone do today? Obviously, I'm sure you've heard it a million times, but use the technology that's here to leverage yourself to get to another position. Knowing that if I choose not to go to college, if I choose not to do the traditional path, quote unquote traditional path, I need to work harder than everyone else that is taking that path. Success does not come easy. The little success I've seen so far, it did not come easy. So commit yourself to embracing the work. Hard work plus patience equals the outcome you want. So it's really simple, but really difficult. And that's what it comes down to. And how can people who have been in the business for super long help prepare the marketplace for this next generation, this next wave of people that are coming and replace them? Embrace them, embrace the change, help them know and fully instill in your brain that Someone else's success does not detract from my own. Doing that can change the conversation and change the future of the entire global economy. Doing that will change the world. <laughs> and again, maybe I'm blowing stuff out of proportion, but I think it starts with one person. So if you can get to a position where, okay, I wanna give back. And really, I think people, older people especially, you don't have to, but I think, Giving back can be extremely fulfilling, especially after you're retired. Maybe you have a lot of time on your hands. Being able to give back to the younger generation, at least from what I've heard from people who are actively giving back, it's extremely fulfilling. It's one of the most fulfilling things they've ever done in their entire life because they get to see the few kids who actually take it to heart and act on it and execute on the advice they're giving to them. It's extremely fulfilling to watch that happen. And I mean, that could be an unlock for someone. Again, this is coming from a young person. This is not advice. This is purely my opinion. But I think, man, if, if this changes one person's 
actions or thoughts or mindset or or outcome this is all worth it <laughs> this 8 30 at uh, on a tuesday night um keep my eyes open trying to stay awake but uh, uh this will all be worth it if it if it changes one person's perspective and looking forward i just think look for reasons it all boils down to really the point i'm trying to get across is look for reasons to do something not for reasons not to do something look for reasons to do the venture to buy the real estate deal to start a business and instead of reasons for not to do something you know there can be a lot of input from a lot of family members you know co-workers people like even you know my first job i worked at a grocery store for just over a year minimum wage well, minimum wage plus a dime so making big money but there was a lot of input from people that i worked with for what i wanted to do i didn't share that much because i learned that they there's a big difference in how we thought because i was just starting to come into the world of of building a, a different not a different but a, a a mindset that can actually help me and help me grow growth mindset i guess is what you can call it um, but there's a lot of input from outside perspectives where you have to know and have to be self-aware that I'm kind of losing my train of thought right here, but, uh, at least the music's off next door. <laughs> okay. We're going to cut right here. Um, or not. Let's just keep going. I love it. Let's just keep going. I think looking forward, just change the perspective of looking for reasons to do something, not for reasons not to do something. And maybe I'm riffing a little bit too much here, but this is really what I want to drive home. So I think take that and run with it. Let me know what you think about my my thoughts and opinions on this. I'd love to have a conversation. Um, hit me up on Instagram, LinkedIn. Send me a text message. I'm sure you can find my phone number online. Um, and I look forward to talking. I hope this uh, provided some value to people um, and not just me rambling on for, uh, what is it, 30 plus minutes now. Um, but I, uh, yeah, this has been great. been thinking about this stuff for a long time. And I, I know this podcast is almost a self-discovery process for me. I think that that can be an unlock for a lot of people. There's a lot of benefits, uh, mentally and emotionally to producing content where you just let in it flow. And for me, a lot of that is, is discovering how I, what are my thoughts on certain things by just talking about it. So anyway, I hope everyone has a great day wherever at morning, evening, night, middle of the day on a rough business day or weekend. Hope you're having a great day. Anyway, have a good one guys. We'll talk soon.